Aaron's Radio Show. Very nice, very music, very cool. I like it. Coming to you almost live from Berkeley, California. It's Aaron's Radio Show, the podcast. With your host, Aaron Gobbler. Thanks, Jake. And welcome, everybody, to episode 41. You're listening to the podcast version of My Three Songs, a show where my guest provides three selections, and we talk about why those songs are meaningful to them. The podcast version features full interviews, but includes no licensed music. To enjoy the original version with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream every episode. If you wish to be a guest on the show, please complete the short survey on the My Three Songs page on our website. Now here's the show. Welcome to My Three Songs, where I play three special songs chosen by my guest, and we talk about why they chose each song. This episode is the second in an occasional series of Best of My Three Songs shows. As of this recording, I've conducted nearly 30 interviews, and this episode includes songs chosen by three of my earlier guests and our discussions about why those songs were meaningful to them. The songs you'll hear today are Our House by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young from 1970, as chosen by Jen Lappin from episode 22, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Wonderful World by Israel Kamakaviole from 1990, as chosen by Beth Sheeran in episode 24, and finally Year of the Cat by Al Stewart from 1976, as chosen by Julie Rehnquist in episode 28. Jen Lappin was my very first guest on the show, and she returned a couple months later for another interview with three more songs in episode 22. Here is one of her choices, Our House, by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Jen, there are so many memorable uh, CS and Y songs. Um, I'm pretty certain this one's the most famous. Um, is that why you chose to include it? No. Um, okay. <laughs> so clearly, I am a hippie chick. I'm a deadhead and all. And I do like classic rock and jam bands and all that. But the first time I heard Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young was at camp, at overnight camp when I was 14 years old. And one of my bunkmates had this album and played this particular song on repeat, which back then was hard because it was a cassette. So she'd play it and then mm. have to rewind it and play it again. And I just love that song. I also love some other songs, but that song really just the melody and the, the song and the singing, it was just lovely. So I was hooked and I went out, I got the album. I've loved it ever since. And then if you fast forward in my life to 2002 and my daughter was born, you know, everyone sings lullabies to their kids. Well, I can't sing. I have a terrible okay. voice. Oh. So I figured that the best lullabies I could sing would be classic rock songs. Uh-huh. Soft, mel- melodious tone. So um, this was one of the songs that I sang. And this is now with my daughter, our song, because she okay. also knows all the words because I sang it to her for, for years. And as an aside, she literally just FaceTimed me as the song was on. And I told her okay. I could talk <laughs> because I was listening to the song and talking to you about it. And she smiled and was Aww. understanding, sort of. <laughs> um, I just, I love this song. And 
she loves the song um, better than the other lullaby that I chose for her, which was Sugar Magnolia by the Grateful Dead. Okay. And I think the reason she liked this song better was because it mentioned cats and because she's yeah. allergic to cats. We can't have cats, oh. but she loves cats. <laughs> so so maybe she couldn't have them in the yard, maybe? She couldn't have them in the yard, no. Unfortunately, okay, no. <laughs> that'd be outside. Okay. She just called you out of the blue. Had you planned yeah. to speak with her? No. So perhaps she felt some kind of energy in the universe from the song being played? Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. Wow. Yeah. So I, I love yeah. that song. And I've seen Crosby, Stills, and Nash in concert okay. way uh-huh. back. I, I just love the way they harmonize together. I yeah. Really do. Yeah. I, not so much anymore. They've broken up and they don't talk. But. Yeah. You know, I, I've heard this song so many times like so, so many times in my life. And um, one one thing about doing this format or doing the radio show is that I'm re-listening to some songs and uh, in the case of the show, really, listening with the guest to the song and really just concentrating on the song, which is not something we always do when we're just kind of listening passively and notice like how the song starts out very subtle and simple. And then after the whole la-la mm-hmm. part, they return to saying the singing, you know, our house, but this time there's more energy or they've mm-hmm. made it louder in the, re- in the production or something. And then it goes back down to the yeah. beginning part. So it's almost like a celebration. It really is a beautiful song. It's a beautiful song. And it was, uh, Graham Nash was living with Joni Mitchell at okay. the time and it was written about their house and she had just bought a vase that, and he wrote the uh-huh. song. I mean, that was, that's the story behind the song as he tells it. And that in itself is just, it's just, it's just a nice yeah. song. I just really like it. I just imagine that maybe she put up a parking lot next to the house. <laughs> well, she, she paved, paved it, yeah. yeah. In episode 24, I interviewed one of my East Coast friends, Beth Sheeran. I worked at a company with Beth back in the 90s, and it was fun reconnecting after only interacting over Facebook for the past 10 years. One of her songs was a wonderful medley of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, Wonderful World by Israel Kamakavioli. Let's flash back to that interview. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Beth, this is such a beautiful song, and I loved it the first time I heard it, and I can sort of play it on my ukulele. Well, why did you choose to include this song on your list? Uh, so I, while I was playing, I got up and got a tissue because I was like waiting for the tears to come, but... Okay. <laughs> I listen to the, I hear this song, it comes up on my Pandora all the time. And um, for some reason, just talking about it today, just, well, so I think one of the reasons I was thinking about when you asked me to do this, I was thinking about, you know, why does, why do we pick certain songs? And it's because, and why do we love music so much? And for me, it's because it brings up certain feelings, like different songs. It can change your mood. It can, you know, music can completely change your mood. If you're in a horrible mood and you hear a great song, it like lifts your spirits. You know, if you hear a song from like, that's why we love listening to songs from the eighties. You and I were just talking about, because it brings us back to that time when we were just young and had a great time and all that. So it's such a mood changer. And this song for me, we, um, my Nana was 96 when she, um, on my, on my younger daughter, Emily's second birthday, she passed Mm -hmm. away. So that was 2005, I think. There were so many things that happened when she passed that were just amazing. Like, and I went to change the TV channel and it changed before I could change it. Okay. And I knew right then that she died. 
and the um, two weeks before or between when she passed and when we had her service, there were all these things that happened in the house that freaked me out to the point where I was like, Nana, stop it. But, like <laughs> the kids toys would go off when I would, you know, like, but there were so many things. And so I knew that she was around me all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think she was trying to tell me, you know, I'm always with you. I'm, I'm still here. I'm always with you. She was just the funniest person on the planet. She was hysterical and she had the gentlest touch. And whenever you'd hang up with her, she would say, and I love you. And so just this song, I wrote a poem to, um, to read at her funeral. And, um, and then we played this song at her funeral. And um, the weird thing that ever since then, it always comes on whenever I'm having a bad day or whenever we talk about her just this weekend, my dad was telling us a story about when he was born. Um, and it came right on uh-huh, <laughs> and uh-huh. my mom's like, why is, Oh my gosh. I was like, mom, it's Nana. She does it all the time. Like my girls know whenever we talk about her or something, this song comes on. It's just like her way of saying, I'm still here. And when I listen to it, I, you know, like I was saying, you have, it brings up feelings, you know, and I just feel her love every time I listen to it. Like, it's just overwhelming. It's just, it makes me all warm and fuzzy inside and I can just hear her laugh. And um, so that's why this had to be number one. There was no doubt in my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, definitely. Uh So yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful song too. It's amazing. Well, I've always connected music to certain events or, or certain music can bring back something very poignant to my mind. And I would think that that really is the way everybody is, but I think it's much more powerful for some people. Yeah. And for some, it could be uh, different smells. You yeah. know, if I smell a freshly waxed floor, I immediately think of a private school I went to for a few years and, and <laughs> immediately takes me there. Exactly. But for, exactly. but for some people it, that might be really, really powerful for them. Like they're just very sensitive to smells wherever they are. But um, to others, that it is just a song or part of a song or a style of a song that might bring them back very quickly to part of their life or some person in their life. Yeah. So, yeah, I love yeah. it. Love it. And then hopefully it's a blessing at some point because it could be a curse for some people, I guess, that, that may also bring back something <laughs> bad. But maybe it's true. It's true. Yeah, our natural defense mechanisms in our brain are often to soften some of the tougher things over time. But your remark about how your Nana's spirit is somehow driving the playing of the song or or when you hear it or, or those kinds of things, I don't underestimate that or, or poo-poo that. On a previous episode, I was talking with my guest, we were playing a song. Her daughter, who was part of the story of that song, called on her FaceTime while we were doing the interview. And that was kind of yeah. coincidental or she felt some kind of vibration from this song and decided to call. Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't yeah. write any of that off. I totally believe I spoke with my good Facebook friend Julie Rinquist in episode 28. One of her choices was the classic Year of the Cat by Al Stewart. It was enlightening to listen to it again and to hear Julie's thoughts on the song's significance to her. Hello, podcast listener. To experience this episode with music included, please visit our website, aaronsradio.show, where you can stream all episodes. Julie, this song came out when I was 12, and uh, and hearing it brings me immediately back to my middle school days. I really enjoyed listening closely to the lyrics this time, and uh, really appreciating what a rich lyrical piece this is. 
so why did you include it on your list? Exactly that reason. Um, I just wanted a song that kind of takes you away from whatever moment you are in. You can close your eyes. And I just, the very first two lines put me in an entirely different place. When he says, on a morning from a Bogart movie in a country where they turn back time, you go strolling through the crowd like Peter Laurie contemplating mm -hmm. a crime. She comes out of the sun in a silk dress running like a watercolor in the rain. I am there. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> uh yeah, and the musically, it's so beautiful. It's like a, just a beautiful stream of music and, and, and his voice. I can understand why it, it really uh, has lasted all this time. Yes, I, I think it um, just evokes so much. And it's so romantic. I mean, you can't help but think of Casablanca, uh -huh. of course, with the Bogart right. movie and Peter Laurie. Um, uh, and I think that it takes you there, but I like how it also does it in color for me? Because later he goes on to say, you know, by the blue tiled walls in the market stalls, you know, there's a secret door she leads you right. through. And you, I can just picture the blue tile and the, the market area and people roaming uh -huh, around. Uh -huh. And I think back to, there was the time in my early twenties, I spent a month on the Island of Cyprus okay. in the Mediterranean. And I still regret to this day, you could take a you know, few hours, two, three hours boat ride uh, and be in North Africa. But at the time and often because of political things, you sort of think, oh, is it safe as a young girl, American tourist? Maybe I won't. And to this day, I wish I had because I am a fan of all those old movies and the romantic idea of uh, Morocco, Casablanca uh -huh. and, and all of those things, seeing Egypt, all of that. So it this song at least takes me there a little bit. Someday I'll make it in person, hopefully. <laughs> well, that's a wrap for this special Best of My Three Songs episode. If there's a song and discussion from a previous episode you think is fitting for our next Best Of show, please let me know via social media or our website. And if you want to be part of the show, start by going to our website, aaronsradio.show, and clicking on the My Three Songs button on the homepage. You can also sign up for our mailing list so you'll know immediately when a new episode is available. You can also find Aaron's radio show on your favorite podcast service, but the podcast episodes only include interviews and no licensed music. Until next time, keep your ears and mind open and let more music into your world. You're listening to Aaron's Radio Show.